When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Inside Mizzou Athletics, presented by Shelter Insurance. Find an agent for your auto, home, and life at shelterinsurance.com. Now, here is your host, Mike Kelly. I'm Mike Kelly, the voice of the Missouri Tigers. Welcome to this week's installment of the Inside Mizzou Athletics podcast, brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Coming up on this week's program, a conversation with Tigers football coach Barry Odom, his team working its way through spring practice, getting set for the spring game. We'll talk about the offseason, but also focus on some individuals. That's coming up after this from Shelter Insurance. In sports, success is measured in points, wins, and trophies. At Shelter Insurance, we measure success in the quality of our products and services in how we support our communities, in being there when you need us most, and the occasional trophy, like the one from J.D. Power for highest customer satisfaction among auto insurers in the central region. Shelter Insurance. We're your shield. We're your shelter. For J.D. Power 2018 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Obviously, into spring ball, how did you feel like things went in terms of off-season conditioning? From the time our bowl game was over on the 31st, you know, our guys really got uh, about two and a half to three weeks away, which was good for them to do after a long season. But when we got back initially uh, from really off the off the start there, uh, got started with five days a week with, with a heavy lifting session, incorporated running, change of direction. Uh, that's so important to get back into the groove of that part of it, building the foundation physically of, of who you can become as a team. And our guys did a nice job with that phase of it. And then we got – you know, in the end of January through the month of February into uh, the Winning Edge program. We go early in the mornings. Uh, the guys responded there. It was good for them. Um, you know, 10 year, ten mid-year guys, getting those guys into the program was it's good that we have them here. It'll be great for us moving forward and get into fall camp, but uh, going through spring practice. But it was new for, for those guys, kind of open their eyes a little bit. But then the challenge of getting the – the guys that have experience, getting them back, and you know we need them to raise their level. Uh, we've got experience in a lot of ways in a lot of areas, and and it showed up in our off-season program, and then into the the start of spring practice. Excited where we are at this point. 
You mentioned those 10 guys that came in at mid-year. As, as a program, as a staff, how do you get them acclimated into your program, and what are some of the challenges that they face when they arrive at that time of year? I think the biggest challenge, like it is with, with any either transfer or, or freshman as they step into the program, most like all college students is is time management and the things that we have structured for them with Mizzou made events with all the different things academic services uh the tutors the the mentoring um and then the practice times meetings lifting class schedule um it's a lot and especially for a guy that should be getting ready to go to his prom i mean now you know we're we're going through spring practice so you know we're we're also deliberate with that and feel like we've got a good plan on making sure that we don't just say oh yeah you know he's another guy in our program um i was a mid-year guy so i understand uh you know no that's years and years ago but i understand being the new guy and uh I think it's important that our, our team understands that, and they do. They've welcomed them all with, with open arms, and that's helped out. So the transition has been good, but also it doesn't stop just because we're in, in spring practice. I mean, we need to make sure that, that uh, we we look after them just a little bit more than, than maybe a guy that's been here a couple of years. don't know that I've ever asked you this question, but I, I'm just curious from a staff perspective, what can you learn about a guy's character during those early morning workouts, particularly those mat drills? Well, we talk about right now with our entire program and organization about every detail mattering and, you know, the the way that this team will go. We're going to have to win games in the fourth quarter. Um, there'll be tight, closely contested contest. And, and I think of the habits that we have now, they're going to show up in August. They'll show up in September and on down through the stretch of the schedule. So if it's not right, if we don't start the drill exactly right, if we don't finish, if the effort is not there, then those are the habits that you're developing. So the constant focus on that, but but also more than anything, the way that our drills are set up in the Winning Edge program, it, it might be more um, a mental toughness and conditioning than it is anything physical. Um, just the details and the habits of doing it right. But more uh, as we got into it, the the leadership and ownership of our of our group it it showed uh and came to the forefront which was awesome are they designed to push a guy to the edge mentally to the point of breaking and then see how they handle that adversity well you want to get them to the point to to they need to be tested i would rather test them throughout the course of the year and and know what we have stepping into you know the the real life situation of playing a game so there is design there to make it as as difficult as possible but also they they can see from day one to day two the progress that they're making so there's some reward there as well but I think overall you know day one was uh about like you would expect the first day of that but then you know as the days progressed we got a lot better I want to talk more individuals in in the next segment. I want to stay more program in this first segment. Visiting with Tigers football coach Barry Odom on Tiger Talk, presented by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Right stuff, low prices every single day. Um, I asked you this question prior to the bowl game. I said, do you feel like the culture in your program is at a point where it will continue to just roll into the next season? And did you see signs of that during the course of the offseason workouts? Yeah, for sure. And I think it, it goes with the guys that have been here, the the kids that we've recruited. They understand the expectation. They know what it's supposed to look like. And then it's becoming a players-led group, which is what you want. And, um, you know, you, you've got to make sure that those things are addressed every day, but also you see – 
uh, and hear the things that are that our leaders are talking about, the actions that they're following through with, and we're we're moving in in the right direction, and it's a lot of fun to be a part of. When you hire good guys, you've got to fight to keep them. At times, you face some of those challenges during this off season, but you also faced an additional challenge in terms of trying to re-recruit some of your seniors, who some other schools within your own league were trying to poach after the sanctions were announced. Just discuss that kind of strange quirk, if you will. Yeah, the thing with our staff, and and I always want guys, uh, want to recruit guys that are competitive, that are really good at what they do, and I want them, if there is opportunity, to move up. So an assistant coach to move up to be a coordinator. I think that's awesome. Coordinators move up to be head coaches. That's great. And when you hire good people, those things usually happen. Um the staff that we have in place now, I, I have a, uh, a really comfort level in who they are, uh, the way that they've worked, the reasons that they're here, and the vision that they have on getting this done together. Um, it's a really, really good group. The, the ways that regarding now the sanctions, when they were handed down, one of the things that uh, didn't get stayed was the opportunity for anyone that's got one year left of eligibility. They're free and open to transfer. Um, so that's something that we'll continue to battle from now until um, until we start school next semester. It doesn't stop just because the, you know, get into the summer, it's still going on. They, they've got an opportunity to, to go leave. And the, the things that our seniors have said, you know, in the last couple of days about their stance on that, uh, you know, couldn't it be, you couldn't be more proud of a group on the response that they've had, the way they've, uh, really handled something that we didn't know that was coming, you know, some adversity, the way that maybe it's brought us a little closer together. And, uh, but, but I am, I'd be naive to think that, that there's still not recruiting going on. I know that there is, I mean, my guys have an open relationship and the ability to communicate with me. They, they tell me every step of the way, kind of, kind of where we are, um, but the grass is not always greener somewhere else. They realize that. They know what we've got here. They want to be a part of it, and they want to lead this team to a great 2019. During the offseason, you were able to bring in a gentleman by the name of Kelly Bryant. He was a fifth-year transfer that was talked about and, and was widely recruited. He decided to come here. What have you learned about Kelly Bryant since his arrival in Columbia, Missouri? Well, he's such a great young man, just his personality. Um, he lights up a room. His personality and attitude is infectious. Or Anybody that comes in contact with him, he's experienced. Uh, he loves the game of football, and you can see why he has been successful um, in, in the opportunities that he's had because he is a talented kid on the field, but also his teammates want to play with him. They want to play hard. They want to do right. And um, it's going to be a lot of fun to see how he continues to grow and in, 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 in every area. You know, you talk about the skill set that he has, which is a lot of fun to watch, but also he knows he can get better and he's going to. Uh, and, and the way that he has – taking ownership to an extent of, of this group. And uh, it's it's been a lot of fun to watch in a short time trans, transform the way it is. And, um, you know, we know that we're going to have – there will be some ups and downs here. Not every spring practice is going to go exactly the way that, that you script it for, for him. Uh, but he, he, he's been through, you know, the ups and the downs, and he understands, you know, the progress that's being made. How surprised are you that he captured this group so quickly? Um, you know, getting to know him as we did in the recruiting process, I thought he had, um, 
kind of a, a unique ability to do that, but also it takes a, a team that you're stepping into as a senior playing quarterback with some fanfare. It takes a group that, that welcomes him with open arms and our guys have done that. And I also look at his ego is really, really low. And uh, he's just, he's one of the guys and, and that makes this thing work. How does he change your ability in terms of the things you can do from an offensive standpoint? Yeah, I think the the structure of kind of who we are, you know, he can throw the ball. He's very talented in that area. He also can move the pocket and do some things when he gets on the perimeter. Uh, if the throw is or isn't there, um, there's some things in the quarterback run game that he's had success with. So it changes the dynamic a little bit on really being a dual threat, uh, but also he's a thrower. And some of the throws that I've seen him make so far – very impressive. He can make them all on the field. You know, there's not there's not a throw that we have to take out of the playbook because he can't do it. You know, there, there are things that we did last year um, that that he can do them all. And then there's also some things that that he makes us uh, offensively. You know, we got to create uh, opportunities for him because they're there. Who else has kind of captured your attention, if you will, through their efforts during the off season and early on in spring ball? Jalen Knox, uh, so far, you know, workouts the way that he's, I think, matured in a very short time. He's done a great job. He's a tremendous skilled player. Larry Roundtree uh, is one of the best leaders we have. Tristan Castillo is taking his game to another level, as has Yasir Durant. And and you look at Trev Sims, those three guys up front, they're going to give us an opportunity. Um, defensively, Jordan Elliott has been uh, as good as we've had at that spot. Uh, Chris Turner's a tremendous leader. Kel Garrett may be the best leader on the team right now. And then DeMarcus Hasey, Christian Holmes, Khalil Oliver, Ronnell Perkins, all of those guys have, have taken their not only their game but their actions, their day-to-day habits uh, to another level. And um, it's pretty awesome for me as I name however many guys of this did. I think there's a, probably that many more. Jonathan Johnson, for example, that that uh, has outworked everybody. Uh, we got a really core group that's that's exciting to be around. You said Jordan Elliott. I'm I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember the direct quote, but you said Jordan Elliott has a chance to be perhaps the best interior defensive lineman to ever play. Is that accurate? One of them. I think he, he if if he can continue to work the way that he is do the things he can, I think he can be one of the best. It's hard to, when I haven't been around them all to say, oh, that's the best one. Uh, but I think he's got an opportunity with his skill set. And now the way that he's working, he's got a chance to be one of the best. Tristan up front returns, Trev returns, also Yaya. What don't we know about Larry Borum or Hiram White? Uh, both of them are great competitors. Case Cook, all, all you know, in there as well. As as long as there is is real competition, and there is right now, and we can throw Xavier Delgado into that conversation along with Mike Ruth as well. So we've got guys and bodies to work with. They've got the physical makeup that they can go do it. Uh, we've got to get them game ready um, because we've got a chance with the three that we do have returning how important the communication is up front, those guys working together and find the right five and get them in the right spots. How much work do you think Albert O is going to be able to get done during the spring? You know, he ran routes, uh, practice one. So he's, you know, full, full uniform, ran routes and, and looked you know good doing that. You know, we'll, we'll be very smart on the amount of contact that he has here moving forward. I think there's some things that he needs to do from a timing standpoint with, with our new quarterbacks. Uh, but also him staying to the level that he needs to, the experience and the reps that he needs to at that spot. Uh, it's important for his development as well. Brendan Scales is someone that you've talked about favorably during this offseason too. 
he's had uh, his best off season, and and it's not even close. Um, I'm proud of the work that he did in the classroom last semester, uh, and he carried that over with his work ethic on the field. He's got a role on this team, um, and he's starting to figure that out and gain some confidence. and And I'm proud of him and happy for him. How about Messiah Swenson? He, he he's a guy that is is physically impressive, particularly when he walks in because of his size. Uh, went down early in camp a year ago because, with the knee. Just kind of expectations for him coming back from that injury. I'm trying to temper my expectations a little bit because I look at it and I think this because he's been here. You know, I'm, I was thinking after practice number one, you know, about Messiah's work and watching it on on film, reviewing it. He, that was practice number six for him as a Mizzou Tiger. And I'm like, wait a minute, he's more like a mid-year enrollee than anything else because he got hurt practice, or day five last fall. So really that's practice four, plus he had, you know, spring ball number one. So, you know, we think he's a great talent. He's got tremendous skills physically, but he hadn't played that much ball. So now it's our job as coaches to get him to that position and to that point that he can really help us and, um, he's got the ability to uh, be a be a great target for us, and and also help us in the run game. Finally, the the, the feedback that I saw that had been printed, uh, written, if you will, regarding what Drew did at the combine was very very impressive. Did you hear anything from anyone regarding that? Uh, I just watched his performance, and and am not surprised at all that I, I thought he was the best quarterback there. And I don't know that it was close. And I'm trying to take off the biased glasses, but watching the throws that he made, the way that he competed, um, you know, he's going to step in and be the face of an organization somewhere, and and will be uh, at that level for a long time because of the type of person he is and the great competitor he is. And he's got a tremendous skill set. So uh, there's a lot of noise, a lot of talk. You don't know what's truth and what's what's smokescreen. But uh, I know that he'll continue to impress. And, you know, the pro day that we have here on the 21st, um, I'm sure that, that he will uh, continue uh, the way that he's moving in, in everyone's eyes. And I'm really proud of him and happy for him. It's great to see you. Have a terrific spring. Thanks, Mike. That's Tigers football coach Barry Odom, and I'm Mike Kelly. Thanks for listening to the Inside Mizzou Athletics podcast, brought to you by Shelter Insurance. This has been Inside Mizzou Athletics with Mike Kelly, brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Find an agent for your auto, home, and life at shelterinsurance.com. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation.